The following podcast is recommended for mature audiences only. The following podcast is recommended for adults only. Maturity is not a requirement. Welcome to Men Podcast and Badly. This is a podcast about old and forgotten games that we've played and want to share our thoughts with you. We play games that we've chosen to play, we've chosen for each other to play, and games that you, the listeners, have chosen for us to play. This week, we are playing games that we've chosen for each other. My name's Jacobs, and I'm joined by my co-host, Skets. How's it going, buddy? I'm good, man. Yeah, I'm all good. Not bad, thank you. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing all right, buddy. I'm doing good. Good. You're not awesome, awesome. I am awesome, awesome. I am awesome, awesome. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, if you guys have watched our Facebook Live video, which we done last night, you'll be aware that this recording is coming out a bit later than usual um, due to myself starting a new job and it being on nights and just trying to get my sleeping patterns right and everything. So I asked Skets if we could delay the recording of the podcast. We were supposed to record Monday, but we didn't. And then we were going to record Tuesday, but then I started work Tuesday. We were then going to attempt Wednesday, but I was too tired Wednesday. So I finished my last night last night, this morning. Still can't get my head around this. And so we're recording Saturday night. Obviously, the podcast, we attempt to get it out every Sunday fortnight. Um, but as much as a magician sketches, he is nowhere going to be able to get all the audio editing done by tomorrow. So apologies for this episode. Just watch me. Just watch me. <laughs> no, no, there's no way I'm doing it by tomorrow. So, yeah, so this one will be coming out at a later point when we are coming through your earphones, speakers or Alexas. Whatever mode you listen to us. So how's... Well, it's been the last three weeks, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's been pretty much three weeks now. Uh, it has. It's been weird, hasn't it? Not doing podcast stuff. But yeah. it's been weird for me. I mean, you've been doing a lot of the Facebook stuff over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, um, I wrote, wrote some music. I made an advert. Yeah. I had no I had no editing to do, so... <laughs> <laughs> you could uh, dance into different areas of advertising and audio stuff so yeah you wrote the jingle didn't you for our countdown yeah facebook live video i I don't know if it was any good or not it was a bit just a random load of of random notes i strung together i thought it sounded good yeah i'm rubbish with that kind of thing i don't i i don't know if that sort of thing is good or not i just don't know well it worked good like it looped well which yeah it's the main thing, because it's got to go on for five minutes. But yeah, listeners, let us know. Any feedback? What you think of Skets' jingle? Yeah. So, you've been up to much over the last three weeks, apart from writing your own music, creating adverts, doing all our Facebook social media. How's the puppy? He's doing all right. He's, uh, what is he, like 14 weeks now or something like that? I can't remember how old he is. But he's massive for his age. He's huge. He's going to yeah, be a big dog. He is looking quite big, man. He's He's grown a lot since puppy size i know dogs do that but i didn't realize how big he'd got in such a short space of time yeah it's, uh, pretty nuts 
He's got a lot of energy still, obviously, at the moment. Uh, he, he had his uh, his second lot of injections a few days ago now, so uh, we can take him out for walks in a few oh. days. So that'll be that'll be good to get rid of some of his energy. <laughs> yeah, definitely, man. That'll that'll go a long way to helping. Uh, what's your plan? You're gonna walk him twice a day, or is it just mornings or evenings? Or I think it'll be yeah. I think it's twice a day, and I think you can. From what I read, it's like five minutes for every month they've been alive. Yeah. So say when they're three months, you can do 15-minute walks or something like that. I don't know. I wonder if you're going to get the challenges that I face. So when I first started walking Traff when he was a puppy, like for the first month or so, he walked like a gem. And then all of a sudden, he went through a phase of like leaving the house, getting five minutes around the corner and putting the anchors on, and he <laughs> would not budge. Uh, like apparently like the people i used to live with their dog done it as well i don't know if it's a phase puppies go through or not but yeah it was so funny like i'd start walking and then all of a sudden i'd stop and i'd look around and he's just like anchored on the floor and i'm like you're coming (laughs) he's just like looking at me so i ended up having to pick him up and take him back to the house and all we'd get was a five minute walk so yeah i wonder if you'll if you'll get that or not it'll be yeah that's weird i've not heard about that but I've, i've not looked it up if yeah. I mean, you only look up what you need to do at the time, don't you? Because there's oh, so yeah, much. Definitely. There's so much to learn. You know, you're not going to be looking up everything to do about to do with dogs. So you've been playing any other games apart no. from the two? I haven't played Underlords for a long time. Just just here at the storm still. Yeah. I um. I actually I I paid for the Xbox Pass on my PC because I thought that was the only way I was going to be able to play Viva Pinata. Yeah, it turns out it wasn't on there anyway, so I've had that almost a month now. And <laughs> there's some, there's a few games on there that I really want to play, but I can't play anything other than Heroes of the Storm at the moment. Apparently, <laughs> King, Kingdom Hearts three. I I loved the first two, absolutely loved them. I've been waiting to play the third one, but I can't, <laughs> I can't pull myself away from Heroes of the Storm whenever I get on my computer. <laughs> I know that feeling. I know that feeling. So, uh, yeah, I had a bit of feedback that I talk about COD too much. So, listeners, stroke someone else will be happy to know that I've not played it this week. Just haven't had a chance. So, yeah, I haven't really got anything to talk about my week, mate. It's been mainly working, sleeping, eating, and pretty much that on repeat at the moment. Yeah, just trying to flip your sleeping pattern around, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's when I oh when I watched the uh, Facebook live video back, my eyes looked like piss holes in the snow where I'd like <laughs> just woken up. It was like Christ. So yeah, it's uh, it's weird. It's weird getting used to this pattern, but I'm enjoying the job, which is good. Good, good. Other things from the last three weeks, we we had some artificial grass put in our in our back garden. Nice. Yeah, it looks good. Uh, but uh, so the. The day after we, the day after it was put in, uh, we we got this spray to like clean it, disinfectant spray, and it smells of freshly cut grass apparently. Oh wow! Uh, so I was out there spraying it, and then you have to have to brush it in and then wash it off. I got halfway across the garden and I thought, I'm still fucking gardening. <laughs> <laughs> we bought this artificial grass, so I didn't have to do any of this crap. <laughs> You know, I, I do more gardening than than I have done all year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that's brilliant. Well, it's not brilliant for you, but uh, that's comedy gold. 
No, but it is good. It is good. With with a puppy, he doesn't bring mud in when he goes out to the toilet and when it's been raining. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I Well, I need to get mine patioed. I can't be asked with any sort of grass. But yeah, my garden looks like a jungle at the moment, man. It's so bad. It does it. <laughs> I just can't be bothered. It's like traff goes out and I lose him. Can't see him. Also, does the name the malleable duck mean anything to you? The malleable duck. Yeah. No. Okay. Is it is it a duck that you can malleable? No. What does malleable Reddit. mean? I have no idea. It's, it's a Reddit user. All right. He he managed to Rick Roll Rick Astley. What? <laughs> he managed to Rick Roll Rick Astley. What? And it. Yeah, oh come on! No, mate. I, what's Jesus. Rick? I, I know. I know who Rick Astley is. Yeah. But I don't oh, know. What, this, is this a Reddit thing? True. Face palming moment here, guys. Come on, face palm with me. Not you. Oh. Not you. Everybody oh. listening. Oh, why? <laughs> so Rick wrote, oh, I had to explain this to Kelly. I can't, un- I don't understand when people don't understand this. Rick rolling is where, where you send someone a link and tell them that it's something that they're looking for and it just sends them to, to uh, I'm never going to give you up on YouTube. And right. it's been a thing since like the beginning of the internet pretty much. I don't, I don't know when it started. It was a long, long time ago. That never no, I don't think I've ever come across this. Oh, I feel man. like I've m- missed out an important piece of internet history here. You, you Maybe have... you can rickroll me. I will do that at some point, yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I feel like I'll I need send... to have this in my life. I'll send you a link. Look, this this new Shaq Fu game is coming out. <gasps> oh, wow. Yeah, I'm really going to want to click that. <laughs> yeah, and then you click it and it'll be, it'll be Rick Astley. <laughs> Uh, but know, yeah, yeah. Like, so <laughs> I thought that was quite an important thing that happened over the last few weeks, and I wanted to share it with everybody who might not know it. You, oh me, I, I thought you would have known. Mm, and, no, <laughs> but never mind. Ah, crap. Sorry, dude. Uh, another thing, actually, I'm talking a lot here. Uh, That's right, mate. You we've go. Had long, we've had a long time to to do stuff. So another thing. My son, Soren, I think I said in the last episode he's been playing Crash Bandicoot. Yep. Didn't I? He's still not very good at it. Uh, his <laughs> new thing is Lego Marvel. Oh, he cool. He really, really loves Lego Marvel. Um, and, and one day he, he wanted to put the disc in. So I got, I got the games out. I'm not sure which disc it was. I can't remember what he wanted to play. But uh, that was fine. He put the disc in fine. He, he knows what he's doing now. Yeah. And then a few days later, I was out in the back garden... And I look in at him, and he's got the Evil Within case in his hand, and he's about to put the Evil Within into the PlayStation. <laughs> oh, dude, it sounds like you've had an eventful few weeks. Yeah, that was uh, three things I wanted I wanted to talk about. What about you? You obviously started work this week. Yeah, Anything? started work this week. Nothing really the, the two weeks before, mate. A lot of it was just waiting around for... A certain game to release some extra content at the point it got released, <laughs> so, I couldn't play it. So should we start beeping out the word "cod"? I think we say should. "cod." We just beep it out. Yeah, just beep it out. Yeah, it's a swear word. But no, man. Um, I have had so I had two weeks off um, prior to starting the new job, and 
I really just took it as an opportunity just to chill out, relax, and I don't know, just give myself a bit of a break, really, before yeah. starting a new job. So I didn't really get up to a lot. I watched a lot of Netflix. I completed yeah. a lot of Netflix. Yeah, completed. Yeah, <laughs> thirteen <laughs> reasons why I watched that. Um, that was a good watch, challenging watch for any other listeners out there who've watched it. Um, but yeah, I, I watched that. I done all four seasons. I think I I pretty much done like a season a night. Really, um, which is like thirteen episodes. So it's like thirteen hours of just like straight Netflix. Jesus. Yeah. I, I got that addictive personality, haven't I? So once I like something, especially when I got nothing to get up for the next day, it was like, I might as well just watch the next episode. And it's like, yeah, go on then, one more, one yeah. more. And <laughs> I just thought, fuck it, I'll just do the whole series now. So yeah, no, I've been watching a lot of Netflix, man. Uh, watched a film the other day. It was The Gentleman, a new Guy Ritchie film. Well, I say it's new, it's 2019. Um, I don't know if you're a Guy Ritchie fan, bit of Snatch, Lockstock, Two Smoking Barrels, that sort of thing. But it's a really good watch. Yeah, I've never been a huge fan of his stuff, but I wouldn't say I dislike it. Yeah. It's just not my kind of thing. It's got the um, the guy from who done Sons of Anarchy and was, uh, I forget his name, was it Matt Dunham in uh, Green Street? I've not seen either of them. Have you not watched? <sighs> no. No. Oh. But yeah, um, he's in it. Sons of Anarchy is a really good series. Uh, yeah, that was a I've heard a, that. Yeah. There's a lot of older stuff that I would like to go back and watch at some point, like like Sons of Anarchy, Prison Break was meant to be good, wasn't it? Which I never saw. Yeah, I, did I ever watch I think I done like the first series of Prison Break and then gave up after that. Yeah. But yeah, that was quite culty. What What's your thoughts on uh, The Walking Dead? Is uh, it The Walking Dead? Yeah, we... We stopped watching when, oh, it was it was like mid-season of the main Negan season. So okay. we don't even know what happens at the end of that season. But surprisingly, I've never seen any spoilers for it. It's like pe- people just got bored of it that season and just... It's because it's shit. I never I enjoyed ne- it. Really? I, I, yeah, I quite enjoyed it. I think I watched the first season... And yeah. it just felt so repetitive that, like, yeah. the theme of the episode was escape, 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 and then zombie attack at the end. Yeah. And it was just like, well, this is pretty boring. It doesn't feel like a lot of thought going to it. But it's quite, it's got quite a cult following, hasn't it? Yeah. Walking Dead. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think I'll ever give it another go. But yeah, so, man, yeah, that's been my three weeks, really. Waiting for, for COD, beep, to, uh, do a release the release come out when i was back at work so haven't been able to play that so i've not really been playing much games at all really apart from the two games that you gave me to play i my yeah. pc hasn't really been on so which to be fair it's been a nice break as well it's yeah i seem to be spending a lot of my life in this room like where i record with you and just playing pc games so it's been quite nice to use the sofa which hasn't been used <laughs> yeah. for a couple of months and the tv so yeah man it's been cool oh i have got a new hoover oh nice yeah it's a robot hoover oh i'm lazy i saw the video yeah (laughs) i might actually post a video of traff and the hoover traff's first experience with the hoover to our uh men podcast and badly facebook page just for our our listeners to get a bit of a look at <laughs> look at it. It was quite <laughs> hilarious. It was quite funny. But yeah, man, it's pretty cool. 
it's the like so it's the budget range but it's the top of the budget range if that makes sense like okay i think it costs like 240 quid with a voucher off of amazon but then if i wanted to go like next level with like proper ir scanners and cameras and stuff like you're talking like five six hundred pound and i was like oh, oh wow i'm gonna spend that on a bloody hoover so but yeah, man this one's pretty cool it trains itself so i've been watching it every day so at three o'clock it starts its little mission to hoover downstairs and it actually learns to map out your room so really? the first time it goes around it like literally like it goes and bumps into stuff well it doesn't bump because it's got sensors on the front but it will like yeah. get to something stop and then you watch it the next day it doesn't then bump into that object because it already knows it's there so it starts to turn and like do the corners and the edges and stuff and like as the week's gone on it's progressively got to learn my well basically my downstairs yeah but yeah man it's really cool i get little notifications on my phone when it starts cleaning i can get it to clean whilst we're doing the podcast now if i want i could ask alexa to clean to get it to start cleaning as well <laughs> um it's pretty cool it's gimmicky and i will still have to hoover like once a month but it's just where yeah. traff molts so much it just keeps the bulk of it off the ground for me and then it's just like a quick whip round rather than like a mission hoover like every two or three days yeah it's uh just makes life a bit easier that's amazing yeah it's that pretty cool. cool it's pretty cool once all this social distancing stuff is over you'll have to come over and see my hoover <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's that's where we've got to now like 34 awesome. years of age <laughs> getting excited about hoovers it's brilliant Shall we uh, move on to our first game? Yeah, let's talk about some games. Uh, what did you play? Well, I had from you a Wu-Tang Shaolin style on the PlayStation 1. And yeah. the other game you gave me was Shaq Fu A Legend Reborn on the Shaq PS4. Fu. You haven't got your clock up. I haven't got my clock up. No, I need to get that up at some point. For listeners who haven't watched the Facebook live thing on Friday, go back and watch it. But I ended up with the copy of Shaq Fu. And Skets turned it into a clock, the cartridge into a clock, which is really cool. And he also turned the case into a dice tray for when we get back to playing D&D, &D, yeah. which is really cool. And it, what was even worse is that they put blue felt in it as well. <laughs> so it's Man City Blue. So yeah, thank you ever so much for that, dude. The clock's no amazing. The clock's and I, I will use the dice tray for D and D. Awesome. Yeah, I will use it because it's pretty cool that the fact <laughs> that I can now just shake it and I just open up the case and it's like, oh, the numbers it. are there. Yeah. So yeah, it's a lot easier. I won't roll the dice off the table anymore. <laughs> okay. No, I'll tell you what. I'll, shall I go first? Shall I hit it off with a bit of Wu Tang Clan? Yeah, let's hear about some Wu-Tang Clan. Wu-Tang Clan. Are you ready? Are you mad inside? Got you strapped down to your seats. Out of the doorway, bullets, rip full clip. Guard speed approach, follow my lead. Firewinds gust, empire crush, full thrust. Full in the whole row with the rush. Untouchable chunk of a earwax of soap. Soundwave slave out the back cave smoke. My belly full crash dance avalanche quote. Down slope, elegant ass fantasia. Killer whale tail in the hell, black male from Asia. All out the woodworks, hood shirts and wizards. No match, unhatched. So, Wu-Tang, Shaolin style on the PS1 was made by Midway Studios and was released in 1999. 
which many moons ago, it feels like now. How long ago is 1999? 21 years. 21 years. Ah, wow. So yeah, the big thing I first noticed about this game when you start it up is you need to put a key in to unlock blood mode. How do you? Yeah. So, ah. and I sort of vaguely remember that on other games. Like, if you wanted, like, blood and violence sort of thing, that you had to, like, put in a certain, like, parental code. Now, yeah, it's quite funny. I've done some research to find... Well, I obviously wanted blood mode, so I googled the key code for blood mode. Um, yeah. But it was in the manual. <laughs> so, I guess it would be a bit difficult to put it anywhere else. But any kid with, like half switched on would just go get the manual and put it in anyway but yeah. wow I, I could see why you would need to enable this it's quite a vicious <laughs> game savage ring but yeah so that that was pretty cool i forgot about that sort of thing so yeah i played the the story mode you have the choice of your nine wu-tang clan members and i went with rizza i hope i pronounced that right I Rizza. think you did, yeah. Rizza, or RZA. I yeah, <laughs> I think I think it is Rizza. It is Rizza, isn't it? That's how I've always said it. Do you know all the Wu-Tang Clan members? I did. So I I played this game a lot when I was younger. I really loved it, but I can't remember anything about it now. No, apart from like some of the characters. No, like I didn't even remember there was a story mode. All I can think of now was uh, was Rizza, Gizza, Method Man. Oh, Dirty Bastard. I think there's a red man, but I think he might have come in from... He yeah. might have come in later on and swapped with somebody. Just for reference, I don't have them all written down. I was just seeing. Okay. Ghostface Killer, I think, Ghost was Face, one. Yeah, of course. I, I can't remember the other ones now, either. But yeah, I, I played with Rizza, and like I'd done a bit of Googling of the game after I played it, just to sort of get like a feel for... Well, I wanted to see pretty much how quickly you could complete the game, if yeah. you wanted to complete it. Um, but uh, without knowing, I actually picked one of the OP characters, because... Oh, really? Yeah, Rizza has two swords, and okay. apparently with the reach with his swords, um, makes him quite OP. Um, and there was another one as well. Um, I can't remember who it was. But there was one who looked like Eddie from Tekken. He like does like the spinning kick, the like you know where he goes on his hands, does like, Eddie yeah. goes on his hands and does like the helicopter kick thing. Yeah. There was like I can't, I can't remember which bloody character it was now. Eddie Gordo. Eddie Gordo. Everyone, everyone who's good at games hates Eddie Gordo, because everyone who is bad at games like that picks Eddie and just automatically wins. Do you want to know who I picked on games like that? Eddie Gordo. Eddie Gordo. Oh, but yeah. I picked him because he was, like, cool. You, did, you didn't have to learn man. any moves. Just hit as many buttons as you can. No, I used to pick it for the character, mate. I used to, yeah. I, I used to like him. Well, yeah, because I, I, I like my Bob Marley, my reggae music and all that sort yeah. of stuff. And Eddie's got the bounce, hasn't he? He does the yeah. whole... He's Jamaican. Yeah. Yeah, so I just picked characters that I used to like. But I didn't realise that he was the OP one of the, the Tekken branch, shall we say. Yeah. Whatever. Well, you just button bash with him, do you? And it's an automatic yeah. win. He, he just strings really weird dance moves together that hit you in the face. All oh, right. Well, you, you say he's OP. Well, yeah, you said he's OP. Then I would imagine at like tournament level, people know how to play against him. But yeah, for amateurs like us, yeah, it's difficult to even get close to him. 
Uh, okay, I could imagine that, yeah. He just, just kicks a lot, doesn't he, and does his dance moves. Yeah. But yeah, um, so, well, this had like a, a little bit of a Tekken feel to it in terms of like combos and stuff. I had a look at the combo list and oh, did I write down the number? I did not write down the number. But literally, I looked at the combo list for RZA and it looked like it was like well over like 60 different combos you could do. Really? As a character. Now, if you think there's nine characters, over 60 different combos for each character. Yeah. Nine sixes, 54. So 540 different combinations you could learn out of this game. This game is massive. Like, yeah. very repetitive i guess it's a fighting game isn't it so like there's only yeah. so much you can do with a fighting game to try and give it a storyline but yeah man like this game had a lot of uh longevity shall we say for for definitely yeah. back then cool but yeah so uh I'd, I'd done the story mode um turned on blood mode which i'm glad i did because that's pretty awesome and yeah you start off by it's a pretty cool like storyline at the beginning, a video clip and the music, the soundtrack to the game is pretty cool. Um, if you don't like Wu-Tang Clan, then you probably shouldn't play this game because it's all about Wu-Tang <laughs> Clan. But yeah, I thought the music was pretty cool. And it starts off with your Chinese sensei Shaolin, old Shaolin dude who trains you in the art of Wu-Tang. That's their fight style. Look, he gets kidnapped. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, man. It's like, so what's really funny with this is it felt a bit like Shaq Fu in yeah. terms of like it. Obviously, it's about them. Yeah. It's, I, I've never really noticed this about games before, like where it's like, because I think if I played Wu Tang Clan back when it was like in 1999 when it came out and I was playing it, I wouldn't think like, ha 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 like the art of Wu-Tang, like you would just, I, yeah. I would just pick that up and just like go with it. But now like where we're playing these games and looking back at them in like some sort, well, some form of analysis, I guess, of how we think the game is. It's quite funny, like playing these sort of games where like a, a famous personality or personalities have been based in the game and then obviously made it all about them. And it's just, it's just quite funny, quite, um, egotistic i guess is the word i'm looking for but yeah i get that yeah <laughs> you need to play shaq fu as well like, you, like <laughs> we'll get on to that later anyway okay so yeah so their their chinese sensei guy um he gets kidnapped by a wu-tang master i couldn't quite work out the pronunciation of his name whether it's zin or zen but he looks like et <laughs> okay yeah he's got like et's head and yeah uh the gameplay I felt was pretty good. So you start off, it's like downtown, I think they called it. And basically, you've got five different archways around you. And at the beginning of the game, there's only one archway you can walk through. You walk through the right. archway, and then that triggers your first fight. Mate, it took me ages to beat the first, the first fight, basically. It was these two dudes, yeah. and it was really difficult. You get, well, it all depends really. So, most levels you get three lives, and it looks like the AI always gets like one level less than you. Or if it's a really like strong AI person, then they only get one life, but they generally take up all three of yours. And you right. get this energy bar which builds up 
for a special move. I never worked out how to do the special move for RZA. <laughs> Couldn't quite suss it out. But he gets like these like, well, it's not a special move. It's like double damage sort of thing. But I could never work out how right. to trigger it. So you start seeing these like white circles and things fly around your character. And you're supposed to do something, which then makes them go red. And then you're like basically dealing double damage. Yeah. But yeah, because the combo for his special move was like quite, quite difficult. Um, but yeah, so you walk through this archway, you have your first fight, and then you effectively turn up back in the middle of all the archways again, and then you've unlocked the next archway. Yeah. Now, okay. what took me a bit of getting used to, which I thought was a pretty cool thing about the game, was there are these things called chambers. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do you remember that? No, but the one of their albums is 36 Chambers. I think another one is chamber music, something like that. So that makes no sense. way. Okay, okay. Because per character, there's thirty six chambers to unlock. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew there was an album thirty six chambers. So that is now logical. Um, but yeah, basically, you unlock one of these chambers by doing something specific in the game. So it may be right. like stay alive for two minutes, or uh, string together seven combos, or don't know, go back downtown and complete the same warehouse level twice or something like that. Um, so there's yeah. these 36, they call them chambers, but I guess quests, objectives to do per character, which I think I worked out to be 324 chambers to unlock across all characters. So <laughs> if you are a completionist, there's definitely a lot of stuff to do in this game in terms yeah. of completing. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, so when you're walking around the beginning bit, it feels very much like Tomb Raider sort of walking style. You know that forwards, left, right. Like there's no sort of smooth movement around in a circle. Um, So it felt a bit clunky, clunky to control. But once you're in fighting, uh, the actual fight mechanics, it it felt pretty good. Uh, It was quite quite fun to play. It's one of the more enjoyable beat-em-ups I've played along the way. Yeah. Yeah, the games we've played. I've played awesome. but we've been talking about uh, but yeah so sorry you start off in the court, courtyard it's four doors to unlock basically after you've unlocked those four you then move on to another part of I think it's New York or Chicago you're somewhere and basically the objective is obviously to go and free your sensei which never happens because your sensei gets killed um, oh. because the bad guy E.T realizes that he his skin has the transcript or something to do with the art of Wu Tang. So he like peels the okay. skin off of your your sensei's back or something and then yeah. learns the art of Wu Tang and <laughs> then you have like a massive fight at the end. I didn't actually get to the end of the game, but that was a bit of YouTubing. It, what I thought was also pretty cool, this whole dismembering bit as well with RZA. So if you defeat your enemy at the end, it goes to like a cutscene. And yeah. there was one or two, one of two finishing moves he would do. He would either get both swords and swing them stupidly quick and walk towards the opponent and then just like literally chop them up into pieces. And there was like blood going everywhere, arms, heads, legs, which was pretty <laughs> cool. And the other one, he would get the one sword and he, like the enemy would be the opposite side to him. He'd chuck it, and it would go through his stomach and pin him to the wall. Then he'd chuck the second sword up in the air, and then sort of roundhouse kick the sword, and then it would go flying straight into the middle of their eyes, like right in the forehead, oh. <laughs> which is pretty cool. 
Um, you do fight with other members of the Wu-Tang Clan along the story path, which is pretty cool. Uh, there's one level where you got to protect a member of the Wu-Tang Clan. I think it was... Was it Old Dirty Bastard? Or was it Method Man? I can't remember. I think it was Old Dirty Bastard. Yeah. But basically, he was like all beaten up and stuff and then you had to protect him against these other two people which is really difficult really difficult like oh it it sounds like uh, an escort quest which are always difficult i hate escort quests <laughs> that it, it sucked it sucked but the game like the first chapter i guess like the, the first area was once i got the hang of the game a little bit it was quite easy to complete but it seemed to have like a steep difficulty rise like right. onto the next set. Yeah. And there was one mission where it took me forever to do. It felt like about half an hour, 45 minutes where you literally had to stay alive for two minutes. But the right. problem was there was like six ninjas trying to beat you up. Yeah. And I just, I, two minutes is a long time when you've got, I think it was two lives and I think I was losing my first life after like 15 seconds. Really? And then it's like you got a minute and 45 seconds to try and survive with your last life. Now, these ninjas like one knocks or one taps. It's like you hit them once and they disappear. So yeah. I eventually worked out that you had to pretty much use your first life but to clear the initial wave. And then that way you could then control the timings of the other ninjas dropping in because one wouldn't drop in until one died. So okay. as soon as I managed to kill like all three, one would drop in, quickly kill him, and then that then gives you a chance to then be able to manage the times that they enter. But it took me like yeah. half an hour to work out how to do that. It was quite a quite a dragged out process. One thing that I did take away from the game, Wuji and Jin Gang or Yin Gang are assholes. That's right, <laughs> that's where I turned the game off. Because they were just too fucking hard to beat. I couldn't beat them. These two yeah. dudes. Um, one had a... Is it like a mace? Not a mace. What's like the historic weapon where it's like a a pole with a chain with like a ball at the end, a spiked ball? Morning Star. Is it a Morning Star? Uh, basically, yeah. like swing it around. And like this, this, like the reach of it, you just couldn't get close to the guy. I guess uh, yeah. the Eddie equivalent of Wu-Tang Clan game, I guess. The Wu-Tang game. Oh, maybe, yeah. But yeah, I really struggled at that point. So at that point, I'd turn it off, but it wasn't through, like, being bored of the game. It's I, I could definitely keep playing that game. It was fun. And the music's really good as well, which actually helps play the game. I guess maybe yeah. once you've played it for, like, a lot of times, you'll probably get a bit bored of the soundtrack. But the soundtrack was really enjoyable. Yeah. But yeah, man, like really good choice. Thank you. Like I'd never played yeah. it before either, so good. I really, oh, good. Yeah. I really enjoyed playing it, and I, I would like to go back and play with different characters as well. We should play that on a stream sometime. Yeah, that I think that would be really cool. We've already got clay fighters to play. Yeah, from Billy. There was another one he said as well. Oh, Rise of the Robots, Rise of the Machines. I can't remember. I looked it up and I remember it from I, I look, sort of looking at the cover. I remember it and yeah, that'd be a good one to play. Cool, but yeah, you you have made it sound really really good and I really want to go and play it now. Mate, yeah, I, I I actually really enjoyed it. And the fact that there's nine different characters as well because I used to enjoy the old fighting games like learning the combos and stuff. 
So it would be yeah. really cool to be able to like sit down because this is a game you used to play. Like I could imagine playing with your mates, sort of thing, like where yeah. you each have like your own character, sort of thing, and like you learn the ass off of that character or the combos. So that, yeah. like, when you all get round to have, like, a, a night of, like, gaming and whatever, that, like, you're all like, ah, fuck you, no, 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 this combo's better and all this sort of stuff. Like, you know, like, all their moves off the back of your hand. So, yeah, man, we should definitely play this. Yeah, I remember with, I think it was Tekken 2, King, I loved King, cause, and, and I learned all of his combos where he just strings loads of, he strings loads of uh, wrestling moves together. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you could, you could take, like, three quarters of their health off. That's insane. Just by like, just yeah, just doing, ah, uh, what they called power bombs and, yeah, it was awesome. Oh mate, yeah, because did he use the suplex as well? Yeah, yeah, because that, that was a lion um, dude. Was it like that or cheetah? He had the, the face, didn't he? Was it a cat face? Yeah. Or was it a cat? It was some kind of big cat. Now you're making me wonder. I would have said lion, but thinking about it, I'm sure he had spots, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, cheetah maybe. Like I don't, I don't remember. I don't know. Oh, that's David Attenborough one day. <laughs> but yeah, like, oh, I want to go and play Wu-Tang Clan now. You should. Yeah, because it sounds, it sounds, like you said, it sounds massive. It was PlayStation 1, wasn't it? Yeah, PlayStation 1. Yeah. Uh, I, I completely forgot they existed. My my favourite one-on-one fighting games are probably the Soul Calibur games or Soul, Soul Blade it was first. They were amazing. But I haven't played, I don't, I don't remember the last 1v1 fighter game I, that I played. Well, the most recent one was. I think I really, en- I really enjoyed. I think it was Street Fighter Alpha. It was like the first one that had Akuma in it. Was his name? Uh, but what I enjoyed about that one was you could go into like the training mode, and you could. Uh, I, th- I think it was this this one. You could basically learn all the moves, but it would give you a tick when you've like f- successfully pulled that move off. Yeah. So instead of just learning it once and forgetting about it, like you really learn their their move sets. Okay. But I think there was there wasn't anything else other than just the fighting. Uh, there was one of the Mortal Kombat ones, I believe, had like a story mode on it, which you were like running around the world, which was quite cool. But I forgot that fighting games had all that cool stuff in. Like I don't know. I'm pretty sure Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, I'm sure it did. It had like your normal like jewel. Or just like versus sort of modes as well, but yeah. obviously I just I went straight into the story mode. It was really yeah. it, it's cool that it actually had a, a proper story as well, and it's a, yeah. it was a little bit like watching a, a little movie at the beginning, which is pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, man, go back and play it. Is, go back and play it. Yeah, I will. And uh, and I I kind of want to play other fighting games now as well and see. So I, I want to know from people what are good fighting games to go and play that have got cool like story modes yeah and because uh like one of the bigger ones recently was injustice gods among us wasn't it and then <laughs> oh, been out. Don't know. I, don't, I don't know what other ones have even been out in the last 10 years 10 15 years i haven't got a clue no I... but yeah cool yeah man you uh <laughs> I, I mate i loved it so thank you very much it's awesome so yeah this is up there with your picks mate with final fantasy 7 good with Wu-Tang Clan just below it. But yeah, man, really enjoyed it. Thank you. Good choice. No worries. Good choice, man. Good choice. Oh, it's the Wu World Order. The Wu World, World Order. Order. I forgot to put that bit in, oh. but there we go. Yeah, it's the awesome. Wu World Order. Yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, man, that's that's Wu Tang Clan. Oh, sorry, not Wu Tang Clan. Wu Tang Shaolin style done. Yeah, enjoyed. I don't know if you remember from school. I see. I, I never really. I never listened to Wu Tang that much. I wasn't a massive fan, but because of the game, I was always drawing the Wu Tang W everywhere I went. You were right. Well, what was your what was your games then, buddy? What? Yeah. Well, the, well, the first one I talk about the game games that you gave me. I was uh, I played Asterix on the Master System. Ah, yes. Developed by Sega and released in 1991. Many moons ago. Yeah, a long, long time ago. Almost 30 years, that's crazy. I mean, it was okay. Though there's not much to talk about with this one, I'm afraid. It's, uh, I don't know, it really isn't much to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it's, a side, it's a side-scrolling game. Your typical Mario kind of game, really. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, well, you, you start off, uh, the Romans have kidnapped the elders from your village. Stage one, you have to play as Asterix. Um, and then stage two, you have to play as Obelix. But after that, you can choose which one you want to play as. Cool. Uh, so I suppose they're just, they're just getting used to each character first, and then you choose. One actually quite cool thing about this, which I, I don't think I've ever seen before is um, the level is different for whichever character you use. Oh, wow. Maybe only slightly different sometimes, but because um, they, they could do different things. But yeah, the, so I, I did most of them with, Ast- with Asterix. Uh, I chose Obelix a few times, but yeah, the, the, I, I did notice there were definitely some places where, where I thought, if I was Obelix, I wouldn't be able to do this. And so, so I had to look it up because I didn't play any, any levels twice with, with both characters. Yeah. But yeah, so I thought that was quite interesting. That's a pretty cool thing to do. Yeah, I've never, like I said, I've never seen it. Unless, you, unless of course, you count something like Resident Evil 2, where the whole game is, you know, the same thing, but slightly different. But no, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's the same thing as this. Yeah, okay. Well, that's a pretty cool thing. There also was a two-player two player mode in this, which, um, so the uh, same as I said about Donkey Kong Country. So you take it in turns and play level by level. And then one of you plays as Asterix, and if you die, the other person comes in as Obelix, or if you complete the level, the other person plays. And I, I had never seen this before, like, in a, like implemented into the game. I just thought it was something people did to play one-player games two-player. Yeah. So, yeah, m- maybe doing it that way was more popular than I realised. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Maybe that was the way of the games back then. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Obelix, you could destroy like the blocks that you get in levels. They're, they're in most games. Like, like think of like the Mario blocks where he punches up, uh, jumps up and punches them to yeah. get the stuff. Obelix could destroy those kind of blocks. They're all in levels. Asterix had to pick up this little potion, 
and then you throw the potion at them and then after a few seconds it would explode and destroy the block but most of the time it just did like one block at a time right so I think it was a bit quicker playing with Obelix okay uh, I, I think there was um, I think it was like eight stages altogether and it was between like one and three parts to each stage I think it was different a lot of the time so you'd have like yeah 8.1 8.2 8.3 sort of thing I got about halfway through it there was one level actually so a lot of the time you had to find keys to the door to get out of the level okay uh, yeah you had to find a key at some point so at some point in, in the level and I got to the door with a keyhole and I had not come across the key at all and uh, but I, I was stuck in in this it was root yeah I suppose stuck in this one room because at some point I went into uh, like a, a vase and then shot out of another vase. Um, and there were certain vases that you could go into. Think of, again, going back to Mario, think of like the pipes you could go into. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and so there, there was these two vases that you could go into. Uh, and But the two that were there took just took you to this like, these like bonus stages. You collect a load of cool stuff. And then you go come back out of the, uh, <laughs> out of the, uh, out of the, out of the vase. And I was like, I, I have no idea where this key is going to be. Like, I couldn't get out of that bit once I was in it, so I had to go and I had to go and look that up. And it was really stupid. So one of these vases, you had to punch a few times just to get to a, a different bit of the level, and then go down it. What? And it takes and it brings you out to where to like the part of the level where the key is. And I I was like, how how would have any how would anybody figure that out? You know, there's no logic. I was going to say that doesn't sound reason. logical at all. No, it's not logical at all. So yeah, that that was weird and annoyed me. There was there was another bonus bit actually. Well, I don't know. Did you ever watch Asterix, the cartoon? Yeah, as a kid? yeah, I loved it as a kid. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I don't think I ever, I don't think I ever watched it. So I used to read the um, the paper clips as well. I used to get them in the newspapers, didn't you? The comedy strips. I was just about to ask if it was a comic. Yeah, as well, well, I don't, yeah. I don't, I guess there was a comic, but I remember like the the comic strips. You know, you used to get in like the back of the newspapers and stuff where the crosswords are. You used to get like the three yeah. old cartoons, didn't you? And I used to yeah. enjoy reading those as well. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember? Do you, do you remember what that dog was called? No. 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 Mate. <laughs> no. But, Waldo. But, no. Uh, so the the dog the the bonus stage had the dog which was it was called Dogmatics is that right Dogmatics is that ring any bells that does ring a bell it does ring a bell yeah and uh, you, you basically these bubbles are on the screen and they're different colours and you got to jump on them and then jump off to pop them um, and so say if, if it was a red one you need to jump on it once and it pops if it was a yellow you need to jump on it twice and then it'll pop ah uh, okay that I I did actually remember that from when I played it when I was younger. That was all I remembered from it, only only from playing it. If you were to ask me what the bonus stage in Asterix was, I would have said I haven't got a bloody clue. <laughs> but uh, yeah, once I'd seen it, I remembered it. But yeah, no, it, it looks like it gets pretty hard after where I stopped playing. So um, you glad you stopped there? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I was glad I stopped there. Yeah, there, like I said, there wasn't much to say about it. There was nothing. There was, there was nothing really unique about it. Nothing, nothing that st- st- stands out from any other uh, platformy game uh, at the time. Well, that that's the whole thing about this podcast, isn't it? We're we're playing forgotten games, and sometimes there's a reason why they're forgotten. If 
It, yeah, it doesn't yeah, really absolutely. it doesn't really stand out or anything to draw you back into it like 30 years later or however bloody many years it is later then yeah. that's the reason why I don't get played anymore I guess yeah yeah true but Wu-Tang Clan that should still be played by yes, lots of people yes definitely maybe it is definitely yeah, maybe they still have like tournaments and everything for yeah. it yeah I don't know I'm going to look into that <laughs> Well, dude, I'm sorry it, it wasn't a great game. It's just one I could remember from my childhood. Um, yeah. Yeah, but there we go. But it was fine. Like you said, it's the whole point of this podcast. Yeah. If we were just playing games that were... Well, I mean, Asterix was, Asterix was successful, but all the games that people did remember, it would be pretty boring because it's what everybody talks about. Yeah, exactly that. It, yeah, we'd just be exactly the same as a lot of other people and we want to do our own thing. Yeah, definitely. So it's fine. Thank you for Asterix. You're welcome. So, Skets, I'm glad you enjoyed Asterix, but not a game to play again. No, definitely not. No. Fair. It's not, not, not as good as I remember it being. Or not as fun as I remember it being. It, it, pro- it probably was good for its time, but yeah, it wasn't fun to go back and play. Okay, man. Well. Now's the time. Now's the time, man. Da, da, da. So, Scout, go on. What What was you going to say? How was Shaq Fu a legend reborn? My story is convoluted and full of holes, so pay attention. It begins in the land of dragons, legends, and General Souls Chicken. Shaq-Fu, a legend reborn, was better than Shaq-Fu, the original. Right. That was still shit. Um, (laughs) Nah, man, it it was okay. So Shaq-Fu, a legend reborn, was released in 2018. It's another beat-em-up, and it was produced by Mad Dog Games. This is a difficult game to talk about. It's, I, th- I feel like it's going to be a bit like your Asterix analogy. Yeah, okay. Sort of thing. Yeah. Like, like I said before, yeah, it was 2018. It doesn't really fit into our, into our Forgotten Games formula. No. But then I, I, I've been wanting to say for a while, I mean, there are some newer games that would fit into our formula, like Anthem. Yeah. And Sea of Thieves. Yeah. <laughs> Newer games that have just been forgotten about. That's very true. Well, yeah, I was going to say they don't have to be old to be forgotten, do they? That's a very good point. That's no. a very good point. Battleborn. You heard of that one? No. No? No. You heard of Overwatch, right? I heard of Overwatch, yeah. Yeah. Well, Battleborn was battling Overwatch when before they released. Ah, uh, okay. Everyone was wondering which one was going to come out on top. It was obviously going to be Overwatch because it's made by Blizzard. Yeah. And just like uh, people just forgot Battleborn ever existed. I, yeah, so. I didn't even know it did exist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a bit like that Realm Royale, isn't it? Yeah, that was that was good. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. Hackers ruined that game. I, d- I didn't really notice. No. Because it was maybe... you who got me onto it, Realm Royale. Yeah, I think maybe I stopped playing that a bit before you guys did. Okay. I'm not, I'm not sure. I can't remember now. 
That was pretty cool, wasn't it? Because you, when you got killed, you had you turned into a chicken and you had to survive oh. jumping around as a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, maybe uh, the, the, it's like the last couple of years, it's been the era of battle royales, hasn't it? Really. Well, yeah, everyone's jumping on it because of how how uh, big. What was the was PUBG the first one? Well, not the first one. But no, the, it was the um, one. Oh. What was the one before that? H1Z1. That's it. H1Z1. I think that was the um, the Kickstarter of the Battle Royale franchise or format, I guess. But yeah. I think PUBG took it to the next level, didn't it? Yeah, sorry about that. Sidetrack guy, yeah. <laughs> That's right, mate. We, we like a good side... We like a good sidetrack, don't we? Yeah. So, Shaq Fu, buddy. It was, uh, it was fun to play, but I couldn't play it for long. Because it was okay. very samey. Um, I think I'd done... There's six levels in total. And I think I'd done three. Okay. Um, cool. But uh, the, the funniest thing about the game... And you can go and watch it on YouTube. Is you've got to watch the opening sequence. Okay. Well, I own the game now. so. <laughs> uh, yes, you do. Yeah. But yeah. For, for, for listeners, you want to go and watch oh, the yeah. opening sequence off of YouTube. It is hilarious. Shaq Fu, as a baby, is drifting down the river in a purse. In the purse. first question I have about this is, how is he not dead? Because the purse would have sunk under the water. So, straight away. But he ends up in the land of dragons with right. General Tuso and her chicken. <laughs> I have no idea, mate. I laughed what? my ass off watching this opening sequence. It was so funny. So she opens up this bag, and there is Baby Shack. And there's just so many funny lines throughout the opening sequence. Um, I think there was one where he grew like wild bamboo, because we all know that Shack's massive, and um, right. he's like this streaky thing. Got bullied a lot, um, and he meets this. Uh, Oh, God, like Mr. Miyagi sort of type of character, but he's called right. Yee Yee. And um, <laughs> Yee Yee shows him the way of Shaq Fu. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you, so you've had, uh, what was it? Woo. The, woo. Yeah, the, the, the way, way of the woo. woo. The way of the woo. And now the way of the Shaq Fu. <laughs> the way of the Shaq Fu. <laughs> awesome. Um, there was another bit in it where Yee Yee was talking and about him getting bullied, and he turns around and he goes, "Your turds must have been the size of their heads." <laughs> <laughs> it's just there's so many things. Now, I <laughs> the thing about this game, and I need someone, or well, specifically you, but other people who listen to this to go and watch the game being played. I swear there's hints of racism in this game. Now, I don't think it's intentional. This game, it just takes the, he takes the piss out of himself, basically. But there's like there's bits in it where Yee Yee refers to Shaq Fu, or it might not be Yee Yee, it might be like one of the end bosses, and turns around and calls him, you look like brown rice. And I don't know, it's just like the, the context in which it's said. It, it's just quite funny. Like, there's so many different puns. Um, I think the second level, he's fighting against what I would say... 
you know, like the the pride, the 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 gay pride march sort of thing, like LGBTQ sort of thing. Yeah. That right. the enemies you're fighting against look like they're LGBTQ protesters, and you have to beat them up. But they're campaigning about sugar, so they look camp. But then they're campaigning about sugar, and you also beat up boxes of steroids and boxes of candy. Now I'm guessing this is because Shaq's being like big body weightlifter and all this sort of stuff. That like steroids are bad, so he hates steroids, so you beat up steroids. Sugar's right. really bad for you, so you're beating up sugar. It's just it, it, it's a really weird game, man. It's like an app. It's mind blowing. Um, it's full of really cheesy, corny one-liners, which just makes you laugh. Apparently, <laughs> so uh, I like. Oh, what was it? Yee Yee turns around and goes, "Feed these freak bastards a combo sandwich." <laughs> it's like what it's like when you're going through learning your moves and it was like Shaq turns around and goes this is why you got me to wax your rickshaw to learn the moves so you know like Mr. Miyagi the whole wax on wax off I think it was a right, play on yeah. the karate kid Yee turns around halfway no Shaq turns around halfway through the first level and goes why aren't you helping me fight these people why do you always run off when these bad guys come along and Yee turns around and goes we didn't raise enough money on Indigo for my combat animations <laughs> so it's like ripping the game developers that they didn't raise enough money for the game so they couldn't afford to put his combat animations into the game it's it's a I funny like it's it a funny game to play um, in the fourth wall sort of thing yeah it's it's a funny game mate um it's just typical so stage one you just fight these chinese dudes who've got like the um stereotypical like the cone circle hat things and, and you Raiden. fight yes raiden exactly raiden raiden style hats um and yeah you uh you fight these guys and it's basically you you fight your way through the level you can hit boxes to get you can get green orbs and blue orbs blue orbs fill up your energy bar and green orbs fill up your health you get an energy bar which fills up and you also get two lightning bolts um, once right. you get two lightning bulbs, what color were they? What yeah, they? yeah, yeah. Green no. for health, blue for electricity. Blue. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not green. Not green. <laughs> Stupid green electricity. <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty cool. So you get these, like, you, you fill up your energy so far, you get these, like, two bolts, and then you press L1 and R1. And he does like this sort of like thunder charge, um, which right. then enables you to be able to press square, which does like some sort of finishing move. As you build up your energy as well, depending on how far your energy bar gets up, you can press circle. And there's a lot of um, jokes about the size of Shaq's feet throughout the game. And when you press circle, it basically uses his big ass trainer as like a big kick <laughs> to, uh, to knock like a big group of enemies away. But yeah, it's just very repetitive, mate. It's a lot of button yeah. bashing, but it's fun. I mean, I, I I laughed a lot playing this game. Yeah. You, you, now you own it, obviously, you, you need to play it, which I'm sure you will. Um, but I, I'm pretty sure you'll have a good laugh playing this game. Cool, yeah. 
Uh, I mean, there's not there's not a lot else to really talk about. Um, you fight a guy called Baby Boy at the end of the sugar level. He was full of sugar and steroids. Oh, yeah, which I've said, which I guess the things that Shaq hates. Um, yeah. You face a boss at the end of each level. I've put a note here. It's lots of kicking and quite repetitive. Um, <laughs> uh, mate, to be honest, that's pretty much the game. But it, it was fun. And I like the fact that it was modernized graphics as well. So from playing yeah. like the original Shaq Fu, it's got no... It's nothing like the original Shaq Fu. Okay. So the original cool. Shaq Fu, it was... You've got that sort of RPG Zelda Overlook map. And then you yeah. hover over an area, you press X, you would enter that area, and then it would be a one-on-one fight. Well, this was none of that at all. It's more of a Streets of rage sort of go through, beating up multiple enemies, and then yeah. face a boss at the end, once you get to the end. Um, you fight like mini bosses as you go through as well. There's these two big dudes who have like shields, which you've got to do like... You start hitting them and they shield, you jump over and they automatically flick around and shield. So the basis of that is you build up your energy bars, get your two lightning bolts, and then you charge, which then effectively smashes the shield so you can then beat them up. You get like extra things in levels that like missiles will drop in. So you can tactically like, because you do get like 30 to like, well, 20 to 30 enemies at some point on the screen at the same time. So it's very sort of, not overwhelming, but there's a lot of enemies to clear not overly difficult but it's just like it is literally just like get combos get coins sort of thing it's a points based level game so i think it's just can you complete the level with the highest score sort of thing but yeah you get missiles come in so there's a level where there's like out in the distance like on the horizon um you can see like missiles being launched and then you get a target come up on the floor. So you like try and group the enemies on that target. And then you move away at the last second. So then the missile can blow those guys up. Obviously, if you don't move in time, you get hit. Um, I don't think I died once playing through the three <laughs> levels. Yeah, it was a fun game to play, mate. I really enjoyed it. But it's just a shame that there's not really a lot to talk about it. But it's a definite improvement on yeah. the original Shaq Fu. Yeah, good. Yeah, man. Thank you. I, it was an experience. It was an experience. But everyone needs to watch the opening sequence. Everyone yeah. needs to watch that. <laughs> they need that in their life. Definitely. I started out like any other Chinese orphan. The only clue to my identity was a mysterious birthmark. <laughs> my mother named me Shaquille and raised me as her own. But as the years went by, I grew like wild bamboo on the sunny side of Mount Xingxing. I was bullied, alienated, tormented, all because of my size. Dance, Sasquatch! I had no friends, but there was one man, a village elder who took interest in my upbringing, an old man named Ye Ye. Those kids just jealous because you're such big boy. I mean, your thirds must be bigger than their heads. Your feet must be the size of... I get the point. There is great power within you, Shakir. You must use great restraint. He trained me in the ancient fighting technique of Wuxi. And I became a master.
Check here. Time will soon arrive when your strength will be needed. Win. Well, yeah, you said a few times since you played it that I need to play it, and I was thinking, well, I probably won't. But now you've spoken about it, I will definitely go, yeah. and, go and play it and see what you're talking about. Just just give it an hour. That's all you need to do is just give it an hour, and you probably yeah. won't pick it up again after that. Um, don't play it while <laughs> Soren's around. Um, okay. There is some bad language in it. Um, but yeah, man, definitely, definitely play it. It's, it's fun. It'll be a laugh. You and Kelly can sit down and just have a laugh playing it. It'll yeah. be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun, man. <laughs> cool. But yes, like that's it, listeners. I, I haven't really got a lot more to talk about Shaq Fu or Legend Reborn, except I don't think this one will start a campaign to get it burnt or anything. It's not quite that bad um, or destroyed. So, yeah. Thank you, dude. We could. That, that's we could probably like the shortest I've ever talked about a game. I think. Yeah. Yeah, there, there was like not really a lot, but I enjoyed it. It was yeah. fun. <laughs> your cool. turds must be the size of their heads there are so many great lines in this game <laughs> so many great lines it was good <laughs> General Tuso and her chicken awesome. I think the opening bit like where it says about General Tuso and her chicken I don't think there's even a chicken on the screen so I don't <laughs> even know where the chicken comes from but yeah it, it was fun awesome yeah I'm going to go try that yeah do do yeah do you, want, do you want to hear about Parappa the Rapper? Yeah, let's hear about Parappa the Rapper. Yeah. I have fond memories cool. of this game. Kick, punch, it's all in the mind. If you want to test me, I'm sure you'll find the things I'll teach you. sure to beat you. Nevertheless, you'll get a lesson from teacher. Now kick, kick, punch, punch, jump, once more now, kick, kick, punch, punch, jump, jump, and block. Yeah, man. How confident are you in your memory? Uh, not overly confident, but I have fond memories. <laughs> I know that I enjoyed it. I know that I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, no, it was okay. It was okay in the end. So, yeah, Parappa Rapper. Can't even say it. So, Parappa the Rapper. Uh, it was developed by Nana on Shah, which I'd never heard of. Nope. Heard of them? No. Nope. Uh, on the PlayStation 1, uh, first released in 1996. Uh, so the first notes I've got is, after what I just said, Parappa Rapper is a bad game. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, So, yeah, that changes over time. Uh, it's uh, It's a rhythm game, it's classed as. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure a lot of people will know of it, but it was basically the first of its kind, which I, I thought I thought it was. Uh, I had to look it up. I knew there was a game called Buster Groove out around the same kind of time. Oh, I remember Buster and Groove. I couldn't remember. Yeah, I couldn't remember which one was first. But yeah, it was the first of its kind. So w without it, we wouldn't have had things like Guitar Hero, Rock Band, or all the hundreds of dance games that that were, came out. There was loads of them. Absolutely loads of them, weren't there? You used to have one set uh, up in the shop, remember? The Dance Mat game? At, yeah. Yeah, at GameSmart. Yeah. That was yeah. fun. I remember at the time, we, 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 we got these... Um, I doubt many people would have seen them, but these, these arcade-style dance mats that for, for home use, they were like almost 100 quid, but they were big and metal, and they looked good. Yeah, it was awesome. 
we only ever got two in. So, yeah, it, it deserves it deserves that credit that it brought on all these awesome games. I, I don't really understand why they why games like that didn't last. It didn't didn't stand the test of time. Like dance games, you don't really see anymore. No. Guitar Hero eventually pretty much failed. They tried bringing it back with Guitar Hero Live, didn't they? But apparently that was awful. I, I lost track of the Guitar Hero franchise after Guitar Hero 3, I think. Yeah. Because I don't think I played Guitar Hero 1. I played 2 around yours. Yeah. And I think that led me to buy Guitar Hero 2. And I think I played Guitar Hero 3 a bit. And then after that, I sort of lost interest. But that's only because I could never do anything past easy mode. It was like, as soon as I went to normal, I was just like, ah, yeah, nah, I haven't got quick enough fingers or brain to finger, whatever it is. That doesn't just doesn't compute with me. For so, and I'll get to that with Parappa the Rapper. But yeah, I mean, they did a lot of like single band ones. So they did Guitar Hero Metallica, which was awesome. Yeah. They did an Aerosmith one. I think they might have done a Beatles one. I can't remember. They did a few other, maybe a few other like just single bands. There was a Guitar Hero World Tour, which had like loads of different ones uh, from, from like the original three games or whatever. Okay. But I don't, I don't understand how that eventually failed because it was so big, and there's just an infinite amount of songs that you can put in them, right? Well, not infinite, but pretty much infinite. Yeah. So I don't see how people would have got bored of them. Maybe it's just like a, it was just a, a time period game, wasn't it? I guess. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess like gaming's changed since then as well. Maybe. I think like maybe now it's more like your battle royales or your WoWs, your World of Warcrafts, your RPG games and stuff. Maybe those have just lost out to to those genres of games. Maybe. And the fact that you got like yeah. tablets and mobile games these days as well. Look, I don't know. I I, I, I these are just me guessing. I, I don't know the answer, but just no. my thoughts. But come on then, Parappa the Rapper. Yeah, so Parappa the Rapper, I mean, like I said, mo- most people would know know what it is, but uh, I'll go over the basics. You've got you've got like a, a line along the top of the screen, and it'll have buttons to press, kind of like a karaoke thing, and, and your little guy, or I think it's like your little face, goes across this line, you've got to press the buttons when the thing goes over, over, over them on the screen. Pretty simple. Yeah. Yeah, there were six stages in this all together, and I was expecting to just kick ass at it because we were talking about Guitar Hero a minute ago. I was pretty good at Guitar Hero. Yeah. I played the first one on Expert. I don't know how much to blow my own horn here. (laughs) (laughs) I was good. Yeah. I could play it it behind my head. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Weren't you, like, college champion or something? Like... Well... Not really champion. Uh, it you was, had a name for yourself, didn't you, in college? I did, yeah. There's a, there's a story behind that. They, uh, it, it was Guitar Hero 2 that they had in the common room, and I'd not really played it that much. I'm not going to make excuses. No, the other guy was good. So I went in there playing it one time, and, and a guy I didn't know, he came and, and played next to me, uh, well, played, well, played against me, and, uh, and he beat me. Fair and square, he beat me. It was fine. And uh, some, somebody else I knew came up to me and, and spoke to me and said my name. And this guy I just played against sort of gasped and went, oh, you're Coxie. <laughs> and he was just, he was stunned that he'd managed to beat me. <laughs> like I said, I, it, I think it was a, it was a, 
a track that I didn't know amazingly well, but oh, I didn't play badly. So, you know, he, he was good at it. He was good at the game as well. So. Yeah. But yeah, everyone thought I was some kind of god, <laughs> even people that I didn't know. <laughs> uh, brilliant. Brilliant. That was quite cool. So why why didn't you you breeze through so, Parappa the Rapper then? Well, be, because it was it, because the first few levels were easy. Like the first the first level took me five attempts, I think. And the second level took me seven or eight attempts. Okay. Uh, but because it was because it was so easy, it was like it was really difficult for me to get my head around it. So like I would be used to, for example, with this, I would be wanting to press a button for each each syllable. But it's when they're spread out and you like you press a button for like seven words, it just it just throws me off completely. Right. I, I think I prefer it to be harder to get into the rhythm of it a bit more. Yeah, okay. And and I I struggled on Guitar Hero on easy and medium because like you're pressing one button for several notes. So I, I, I would say if, if I played against you on easy on guitar on guitar hero, you'd probably kick my ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's nuts, isn't it? That's I nuts. know, it's silly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so like yeah, it really bothered me with this. Like I, I was like once I got into the harder bits, it was it was quite cool. So yeah, so I did like I did the third stage, first attempt because it was harder. Uh, also, I'll, I'll go through what the stages were. The first one was like a karate guy. You probably remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, the, so the storyline was like you're trying to impress a girl, and but this other guy is also trying to impress her. So you're taking these lessons to be better than him. So you're learning karate in the first one. The second one, you're learning to drive. The third one, you are selling at a food stall. I think you got this Jamaican guy, I believe, and he's like really singing really fast. And that's why I enjoyed it a bit more. Cool. <laughs> it's, it's quick. The fourth one, you're trying to bake her a cake. The fifth one, the cake that you've just eaten doesn't go down too well. And you're stood in a line waiting for the toilet. <laughs> and so are the other people that you've just played against uh, in the other four stages. So you've got the karate guy and everybody else. And, and you've got to beat them in, in a like a rap battle to for them to let you get ahead in the queue for the toilet. <laughs> Oh, mate. Wow. They really make games about anything, don't they? <laughs> yeah. So uh, so I, I didn't actually get past the fifth one because I, I noticed on the fifth level, the 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 notes, the, the singing, wasn't actually on the beat. And I think that's one of the reasons why I struggled beforehand as well. Okay. It was like it was just off. And because, yeah, I studied music for like four or five years at college and uni. And and so it just really bothered me that the these notes weren't on the beat. Yeah, they they were very slightly off, and it was it was the fifth level that I noticed that you're not trying to play specifically to where the where, where the buttons were on the screen. So you're playing for your singing to get to get your singing right, if that makes sense. Your rapping. Yeah. So if you press the first button like half a second too late. You need to press all the other buttons half a second too late to keep it going. All uh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got there in the end, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. I got there in the end. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. So if you press the first button slightly off, he starts saying his line. If you press the next button exactly where it is on the screen, he either cuts off what he's saying before too early or leaves a gap. So he, so even if you're pressing, if you press it before the button, before the button on the on the screen a little bit, you have to press the rest before the screen. Oh, so you're hell. trying to keep his rhythm of rapping going and flowing well, not 
just hitting it exactly where it is on the screen. Right, okay. Once I had learned that, I, I started to enjoy it a little bit more because it wasn't like getting the timing perfectly correct on the screen. It was actually listening to it more than anything and listening to it and sort of flowing with, with his rapping. I wonder Instead how many of... other people who play Parappa the Rapper actually realise that. Because I... Probably. Well, I don't know, because I could imagine, <laughs> I think, as a kid, I would have played that to hit the button at the right time on the screen, not in a rhythm, you know? So, yeah. not realising that you had to do that. But, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was weird. Maybe there's a better way of doing it than than I, I found. But, yeah, yeah it, like I said, I... I probably tried that fifth level about 20 times really and i was still getting it off somewhere it was really annoying it really pissed me off <laughs> but um i was kind of glad i didn't get to the sixth level because i did look that one up on youtube just to see what it was you do end up like on stage at a local show rapping and i think that's what eventually wins this girl over but it looked annoying yeah like it, it goes back to being really simple again you got this other guy singing and then you sing like just two words or something. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't get that far. I, 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 I experienced the majority of the game, I would say. Yeah, okay. I think that's pretty much all I had. But, over, but overall, you know, like I said, it, once I had realised, then I found it quite fun. You know, it's, uh, I don't know, tell me, tell me about your memories of it. Uh, so I honestly can't remember Passive Fruit and Veg. No? No. No, and okay. I remember it being a frustrating game to play back then, but it's, yeah, me and my brother used to play it, I think. I think it was like one of those games that we played for a period of time and then never picked up again. Yeah. Sort of thing. It was a game that I wouldn't go back to. Um, it's sort of, you played it for a, probably a week or two weeks and then just never yeah. went back to it. But yeah, yeah okay. I, all I can ever remember is it. Does he look like a dog? Parappa the Rapper. Is he like a dog-looking sort of... 2D dog? Yeah. Yeah, really 2D, just like a bit of paper. I should imagine a lot of our listeners play Parappa the Rapper growing up. Yeah. I, I think, think there was the, there was a second one. That might have been a bit better. I don't actually remember anything about that one. Didn't realise there was a second one. But oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's not really much else to say about it. I gave you two gems, didn't I? <laughs> they were. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Still, they had to be talked about. They, they, yeah. They had to have the skets analogy put on them. And, yeah. and there it is. There it is, people. Yeah. Like I said, they, they, they influenced so much in the in the gaming gaming industry. That Well, not they. Parappa the Rapper did, anyway, yeah. at least. It was worth talking about. I think worth worth trying again. Cool, man. No, I like that, and I I like that the way you've talked about that. The fact that it did start off a, a revolution of games. Yeah, and yeah, no, that's pretty awesome. So, uh, anything else you wanna you wanna talk about the games that we've previously mentioned? I don't think I've got anything I really want to add. I I think I've asked questions about the games you've played already that I'd like to ask and get your feedback yeah. on. There was, there was something you mentioned earlier which uh, get, brought a thought on to me, actually, was uh, when you said you wanted to look, you looked up Wu-Tang Clan game. Yeah. Uh, just to see how long it would take you. 
and it reminded me of White Knight Chronicles 2. So there, there was about a year, maybe two years, that I was obsessed with trophies. Did you go oh, okay. through a phase of that? Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's a, a phase everybody goes through, or maybe some people still have to get like world trophies, but I literally, I would not play a game if I didn't get trophies. I don't know why. I think it was a PlayStation 3 sort of time. If I tried playing older games, I couldn't because there were no trophies in it. And it was a weird phase. And so I, 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 was, I was playing White Knight Chronicle 2 and I was really enjoying it. It was a really cool RPG. And then I looked up how long it would take to get a platinum. And it was like over a thousand hours. Jesus. And so I never played it again. Wow. I never played it again because I couldn't, I knew I couldn't platinum it or it would take me too long to platinum it. That's insane. And that, yeah, that was a weird phase. And like, I feel kind of silly now for doing that. I don't know, man. It's like, I think growing up, it's, I think you have like, well, no, this is going to be very sort of like black and white. But I feel like growing up, like you had like two types of kids. You had the kids who would like sort of be gamers and then you had the kids who were sort of like, I don't know, go out and skateboard and cause havoc and mischief and stuff. And I think, like, if you just... I think we did both, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, I guess. But I, I, yeah, I guess. Many Fridays and Saturday nights out in a park drinking crates of beer. I don't know what you're on about. Going to gigs underage. I was a good boy <laughs> growing up. I can remember my first gig underage, drinking Bacardi Breezer Watermelon. Safe to say it all come back up pink. I remember those days. But yeah, I don't know. It's like, I don't think it was, I, I think what I'm trying to get to is, I don't think it was a waste of time. I think what else would you have spent your time doing if you weren't playing the game, trying to get, basically trying to be a completionist and get all the trophies? Like what else would you have put your time into back then, you know? Yeah. You do what you enjoy, don't you? You, you I guess you live... This will get cheesy and corny, but you live for the moment, don't you? And at that time, that was the thing you enjoyed doing, so that's the thing you've done. Yeah. I don't know, there's a bit about me as well. It's like once I start something, I feel like I need to finish it as well. Right, like, yeah. Or to the best of my ability. So like with stuff like like quests and trophies, it's like, I don't know, WoW's a good example. Like as soon as you told me about that add-on for, I can't remember what it was called now, but it would give you the list of like all the things you could do. And uh, it was like. It was oh. called All the Things. It was, it was All the Things. It was All yeah. the Things. And yeah. yeah, it's like I had to end up uninstalling that add on because it was just ruining my life with the amount of time <laughs> I was spending in an area trying to do all of the things. Um, yeah. But then that's just the sort of gamer I am. And I, I think you know, yourself is as well, you know? And it's like trials as well. It's like I wouldn't fly through playing trials just to complete it. I'd go back through and try and get the best time for the best reward or whatever it was, you know, the best rating of the level. Yeah. So, yeah, man, it's, uh, yeah, I, I think it's just the style of gamer you are, isn't it? Or like in yeah. in general, um, you get people who are like speedrunners who yeah. try and do the game as quick as possible. And then you get the other end of the scale where they try and do the game <laughs> they play the game without actually playing the game sort of thing. You actually forget about the storyline of the game or whatever and go off and do everything else. But yeah, so yeah, man, yeah, I don't think it was a, a silly thing to do, but that's a lot of hours though, isn't it? To get platinum. Over yeah. A thousand hours. That's insane. That is nuts. 
But yeah, no, trophies is a. I think trophies we could probably cover that more in another in another podcast. Another podcast or another episode? Another episode. We we need to talk about your inability to say the word episode because you always say podcast. Yeah, I do, don't I? Another. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you know what I'm saying or meaning when yeah. I'm saying it. But yeah, in another episode. When we, uh, yeah, it's not like listeners, we've created like 27 different podcasts where we talk about each one of these separate topics, like depending on what podcast it is. No, another episode. Yes, episode. Yeah. I will get that stuck in my head. We could do like a bonus episode over Christmas or something like that. Uh, people do bonus episodes over yeah. that sort of time or, you know, yeah, we release recent an extra one where we just talk about all things gaming instead of playing games our crap for all of our nine usa listeners happy independence day today is independence day yeah yeah Yeah. will smith and all that fighting the aliens (laughs) oh is that happening now yes i think so yeah it's actually rerunning on itv is it independence day one and two today i believe the documentary the documentary it's based on real life isn't it (laughs) (laughs) cool man is that everything you uh yeah, it was just yeah, no, it was it's, just that. Like you made me think of it when you said about yeah, yeah, that was me dumb. Wicked man. So so now we move on to the part of the show question time. I think you mentioned there was one little question that come up from Michaela about the mouse mat, and yes, Michaela, I did give Bill the mouse mat, the the Jar Jar Binks mouse mat and mouse, and he was very happy to receive it as well. Was so, he? Yeah, he was. He was ever so grateful for it. I think the second it <laughs> entered his house, he wanted it to leave his house. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that that was pretty much for questions, guys. Like honestly, ask us anything you want. Yeah. You know, just yeah, just get to know us more. I mean, I know we we go on about games, but if you want us to talk about us a bit more, then we can do. Or anything game based, like just go for it. Anything. Hopefully, as our our listener base widens as well, and we start to get people who don't know us as well will maybe get a few more questions over time but the questions that we have received over the last few episodes not podcasts um have been pretty good (laughs) (laughs) and they've been insightful so so thank you guys but yeah keep them coming uh so now we move on to games that we will be playing next week which are actually next week because it's taken three weeks to record this one Sorry. So it was games out of the hat last night, actually. So this has all happened a bit backwards, hasn't it? Because we wouldn't actually know the games we would have been playing, but we actually do now know because we've already done the draw. Yeah. So, so what did you get, mate? I got uh, I, I got Panzer Dragoon Saga that was put into the hat by Matt Mayers. Uh, I'm looking forward to that one. Cool. I also got Circus Charlie on the NES. I've never heard of that one. Michaela Fitzgerald. No, I've never heard of that one either. No. I think she's trolling me again. She did say, didn't she, last night? It's got an element of Viva Piñata. Yeah, so I'm not looking forward to it. Hmm. Maybe get that one out. But (laughs) we'll see what it's like. We have to take the good with the bad. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yeah. So... Like for the second time in a row, I've said a game that I want to play and I've pulled it out of the hat. It's been, yes. It's been pretty cool. So, yeah, so I got Desert Jungle Strike by Billy Morgan. Now, I'm not going to play both of them, but I'll pick one. I'll probably go for Desert because I remember... No, I might go for Jungle, actually, because I remember more of Desert Strike. So I, I yeah. don't remember Jungle Strike as much. So I think I'll go for that. And I, 
I think that was Mega Drive, wasn't it? I think. Yeah, I think so. As well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was from Bill. And then I also got Shinobi. And that was put in the hat by Kelly, your other half. So and yeah, I'm awesome. actually really looking forward to playing that. So I'm actually really happy with the two games I got out of the hat. And Good. We, we need to sync up hats at some point as well. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Remove duplicates. <laughs> so yeah, folks, thanks for those. And uh, we look forward to the next live draw. So now we move on to the part of the show where it's shout outs. And the people that have helped us along the way, we're trying to do our little bit back. So first shout out goes to Shane at Pixel Zero. He has a Fiverr store and he creates PDF documents, Minecraft servers, Discord servers, domain hosting with email and website. Our second shout out goes to Matt at Retro Heroes. He has an eBay store, which is Retro Heroes, a Facebook page with the same name at Retro Heroes. They buy, sell and professionally refurbish retro computers, consoles and games. You'll also see our third shout out goes on to Faye, Faye Frost. She's done our awesome artwork for the podcast. You can find Faye on Facebook at Faye Frost Art. You can find Faye on Instagram using underscore Faye Frost underscore. If you would like any commission requests from Faye, you can contact her at frostart.requests at gmail.com. And our fourth and final shout out goes to Synthetic 3D. At Synthetic 3D, they create hundreds of tabletop miniatures that can be used for a variety of games. Uh, we use them for our D&D campaign. Matt is actually our DM and he does an awesome job. You can check out the website, which is synthetic3d.com. And they also have a Facebook page, which is Synthetic Development. Okay then, folks. Well, we hope you've enjoyed listening. Stay safe, support the pod, and spread the word. If you would like to follow us, you can on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube using the handle at MenPodcastAndBadly. Speak to you all in a fortnight. We've been Men Podcasting Badly. I've struggled a long time with surviving, but no matter what, you have to find something to fight for. Game over.